the people's podcast what's up y'all this is dj busby and it's your boy jkd and this is the people's podcast you can find our podcast on all major streaming platforms the main place we want you guys to view is the youtube that's where you can see us and hear us you could find us on all other streaming platforms jkd yo Bhagwan. i'm back you're back yes sir mm, how you doing i'm good man can't complain you know okay life happens yeah you know? um last week uh i had to work you yeah. know um my job entails me to do on call like every other week bro so uh my on call starts on friday and it goes into the following thursday mm-hmm. so i'm on call friday saturday sunday monday, you know, tuesday, wednesday. monday tuesday wednesday no on call work you know what i'm saying yeah thursday now I get on call at six o'clock PM <laughs> and I'm I'm on call. I was on call till 12 AM next morning. Jesus. So my dad, sorry guys. To, my dad used to have that, um, on call. Yeah. I used to hate it. When I was a kid. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. Your, your parents are the people you play with and whatnot. Right, and right. you're expecting a certain something from them every day. Right. And my dad had that on call stuff that annoyed the heck out of me. Right. Right. And just see it like sometimes he'd be up all one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. On, yeah, and back in the day, I'm talking like those computers that had snake on it. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what's the other one? Minecraft. The mine, yeah, mine yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Although not Minecraft. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, though. Yeah. Minesweeper. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing, Dad? I'm thinking he's playing his Pac-Man game. Right. <laughs> I'm talking the floppy disks, you know, that you have to put in. The, right. That's how old school I'm talking. Yeah. But he had to do the odd calls while well, I hated that. Right, right. It is what it is. Part of the job. It's life, man. And normally, you know, there'd be a couple instances where either we'd have a backup episode for instances like that. Mm-hmm. But prior to that, we already used our backup episode because right. I went to London last minute. Right. And then I would have done another episode with Farm P. Down, something happened with um, Farm P's car. Otherwise, I would have done a recording with him. Right. So, you know, that the stars didn't align for that yeah. one. But we're back. Yes, sir. Um. I want to thank everybody for a few things. You know, I try not to make this too time sensitive because this is long form uh, material that will stand the test of time. You know, a lot of the things like I was hearing an interesting thing the other day, as old as the Bible is, we're still that content is still relevant to today. Absolutely. So that's like we ain't the Bible. Right. But I'm just trying to think along those lines of having content that is timeless. Right. You know, you could come back to this episode and watch it years later. Right. So just a few little items, just a quick, you know, as people are listening, I want to thank everybody for coming out to Soka Sleepover. Okay. Uh, amazing. Right. Everything turned out, you know, more or less to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very happy with the night. Everybody had a great time. Not too many complaints. Okay. Minimal, if that. Right. And it was like stuff like, why are you really even complaining right now? Right. <laughs> but i true, get it true you know but either way thank you guys that was a, a wonderful way to start my dj busby calendar of the year right um and then last but not least bro this past weekend i was telling skippy the other day or yeah. today this past weekend was a huge wake-up call for me mm-hmm. in terms of needing to get myself back into the gym okay and getting myself like more giving myself more energy to do these things right yeah i've loaded my plate like crazy and i can't handle it period true bro i had four i didn't even have four events back to back i had four events that i i performed at yeah one of them was yours yeah but you know how that goes (laughs) 
<laughs> like Jay, can he clearly need some help? Like, <laughs> let me go assist the man because I know he's cheese right now. <laughs> so let me go make the thing live. Right, right. But yeah, I still yeah. end up working. Yeah, you did. So you technically did. speaking, I worked four nights in a row. True, bro. It was like every single day, without fail. Go do the party, get home the next day, stay in my bed more or less the entire day until the next party. And it was that cycle over and over again. And then I'm in these parties like, yo, I don't even have the energy to do this. Yeah, true. Luckily, I'm the type of like act or entertainment that when I'm under the pressure or behind the turntables, no matter how tired, how stressed, how emotional I'm feeling, whatever the case is, I wake up and perform. Right. But it was just a huge wake up call, man. I I need to get that in order. Right. Um. That was four days. I'm try- I'm going to freaking St. Lucia <laughs> in July, a couple right. months away. And this is like a week straight. Yeah, true, true. I need to, I need to step it up, you know? Yeah. yeah. We're only getting older, right? So <sighs> believe we're, me. We're not we're not young like how we used to be, you know. No? Not at all. You know, you know, another thing that made me realize that too? Um, I messaged somebody in the scene. Uh they wanted to do promotion. Okay. For my events. Right. So I messaged them saying, okay. Um, send me your number. Um, do you have WhatsApp? I'll mm-hmm. add you to the WhatsApp group. Right. <laughs> Yo, I felt like my my parents when I was getting that done for me at all. She's like, "Oh my god, not the old people app." <laughs> what? Oh my goodness, am I that guy? That, am I the old guy? Yo, it's it's considered an old app. Apparently, I don't know how these kids is talking. I mean. I, like, I she was like, like everybody uses it. I don't know what with us in our age group. <laughs> I know these kids that old. What, what, are you, what are you trying to say? What's she trying to say? I think she's saying we're old. We're not old, bro. And with these youths, unless it's a blue a blue bubble, <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? They all they all Facts. about the blue bubble. But then I don't Facts. understand that either because it's like what True. what what features are there in that. You know, right? That's better than WhatsApp. Right? It's literally just a blue, blue bubble. bubble. That's it. Anyway, well, yeah, I feel old now. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Rosie. <That's what laughs> <it was>? Yeah. <laughs> I want to give her a side eye from now. Yeah. <laughs> call me old. Okay. Yeah. I don't think she had any other <laughs> It just hurt. It hurt. It hurt. Anyways, yeah. people, one Jackie and I are here. We try to do a, a scheduled or a formed. What's the word I could use? A, a format. A structured. A structured show, yes. Show that, uh, you know, it, it has the aspects that we want to talk about on a week-to-week basis, yeah. which include relationships, wealth, health, and entertainment. Sure. So to kick things off, we'll talk about relationships. Mm-hmm. I feel like that and, and like wealth are the two ones that are the most rounded conversation that everybody could sort of like relate yeah. to. Yeah. Especially in this, in our scene, um, you know, like when talking to people outside, um, that those are the two things, money and, and relationships that are like people are keen to mm-hmm. actually want to talk about and want to learn things yeah. about. Yeah. So, and you, you'd be surprised just sparking a conversation with somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Like what the other person knows, what you know, that's a value to them. Like I was saying with Farm P. Right. It, I posted randomly about investments in January. Right. He responded to it. And we've literally been talking daily right. since right. just about life. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And 
other people within the scene that's happened as well right i've been pleasantly surprised to see or hear that certain people are involved in these conversations yeah, yeah. but you would never know yeah, right. we're always in a club environment so we're just knocking glasses cheers in and that's it bubbling and whining that's <laughs> right. it right you know so right. this is an opportunity for the people that are into this stuff to have that sort of conversation within each other right so as we get things started once again we just want to encourage you make sure to hit that like button that like button, as much as we say that and it might fall on deaf ears, it's important for the algorithm. I think only the last podcast, I was finally able to search us up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Just, and it popped up as okay. the number one. Okay, nice. So I want to thank you guys for that, you know, and um, helping us out. Yeah. Following good. those things like liking, subscribing, etc. So as I said, like the page, like the, the f- content, subscribe, comment. That's an important yes, one. Yes, sir. Yep. Start a conversation and of course share. I did like the last podcast though with RMP. Yes. Very, very good. Very good conversation. Yeah. Um, I listened to it like like two times. Like it was really good. Nice. Um, yeah, man, he's a great speaker. Mm. Um gets to the point. Yeah, he he, he chats a lot still. I'm not lie. It's But that's my boy. That's my boy. He's, I, no, really good, bro. Really as good I told, information. As I told him, I always prefer somebody who chats too much yes then somebody you have to pull teeth to get a conversation out exactly period exactly like some people like yeah they may not talk as much but if you have something of value to say exactly again i would prefer that over literally having to pull teeth out of you right to get conversation going (laughs) there's been people i brought on this podcast before who i thought would have been the best Best, guests right right come to do the podcast and i'm literally just sitting here like (laughs) <laughs> all right i feel i feel uncomfortable are we gonna wrap this up or not the one run it you know what i mean right so either way big up farm p um congratulations to him the, the, the carnival nations band just had their band lunch. right yes and once again he's paid us to advertise his um his services he's doing a section within carnival nation so right. he's paid us to advertise his section so the ad should start rolling for that possibly next week. Okay, nice. Um, but yeah, man, let's get things started. The yes, People's sir. Podcast. Now, relationships. Yes, sir. First one, first things first. This one is a video. You know, Farm P has also become somebody who, he scrolls the Instagram a lot. He scrolls socials a lot yeah. and sees certain little sound bites or videos right. that he would just send to us because he finds it interesting. Yeah. So we sort of made him like the unofficial no researcher <laughs> I, i'm at a lack of words today people I, i've had a long day okay my vocabulary isn't the best right now right, hey. but facts he's found a few good ones uh including this one now this one is about relationships and more specifically the relationships of the child to the parent. yeah and to dive further into that are fathers as important or more important than mother this is some of everything that we have done or that we do daily that contributes to the breakup of our relationship the destruction of our man and the failure of our children to be able to function they did not tell us that all of that of being my own person and i'm independent would lead to separation loneliness celibacy and lesbianism they didn't tell us that if you give up the man you're going to take one of these things and it's worse and it will destroy your nation They didn't give us that information. They made us think that it was some kind of glorified position to brag about the fact that I got my own job, my own credit card, my own car, so I don't need no man. I don't even know how we got that mixed up. Ain't none of that got nothing to do with being with no man. 
Yeah, we, we have some serious relationship problems that nobody has been able to address us on because everybody wants to pretend that this is not going on. You know, over 60% of our women are single, widowed, separated, or divorced. They don't have a man. Very, 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 very interesting topic of conversation. Yeah. Now, as I said, we, we try to get sound bites or videos off of socials that could spark a broader conversation. This one in particular, as I said, is about fathers and their importance or their role within the family right. unit. Uh, for those of you that are on the audio platforms that didn't see the video, a lot of what she's saying is one thing, but the text that's showing within the video we just showed is a whole nother thing. So I'll read that out to you guys. And these are some statistics. Of course, they're not 100% factual, but I could generally believe a lot of these just living life and seeing people. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the text within that video said 90%, 90% of all runaways are from fatherless homes. 85% of all children with behavioral disorders are from fatherless homes. 71% of all high school dropouts are from fatherless homes. 75% of all rehab patients are from fatherless homes. 85% of all prison inmates and 71% of pregnant teens don't have fathers. So what do you think about this topic of conversation? And this this one probably hits home for you is your yeah. situation growing up, right? Uh yeah. Um I mean the numbers are clearly high. Um to dive to dive deeper into this, it's um I think these numbers are high, especially within our our community. Yeah. Um I'm not saying that you know um, the Caucasians or the, you know, other, other, like the Asian race and the other races, I'm not saying that their numbers are not high. Mm. Um, but growing up and seeing my friends, seeing people, you know, that are close to me, I can tell you that these numbers are pretty much accurate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, and, I don't know where you get 71%. Right. Cause it's clearly not an accurate number. And what is your thesis? But what you're saying is fact. Yeah. Um, so, and you know, I myself are is are a statistic to this. You get what I'm saying? Like I grew up, um, my my um, my biological dad wasn't around. You know, mm-hmm. um, I did have a stepdad, but even that, it didn't seem like I was a real father. Yeah. Um. So like I can relate to what the video was saying. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And just to dive deeper into it, like. Yeah, bro, like, there's no structure if a father is not at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a mother could do certain things, you know? A mother could be there. mother could be as strong as as she can. Yeah. But a father has to be present in their child's life. Yep. And I, I see that right now with with me and my kids, you know what I'm saying? I always wonder, like, yo, what, what, what would happen if I left home? And that's one thing I, I make sure of. Not to do, even if things get wrong, get bad. You know what I'm saying? How's the dog house been? <laughs> you build it up now? I know you've been out this week. I'm, I'm out the dog house. <laughs> I can say it. I'm out the dog house. It was, it was, a, it was a slow, a slow transition out, <laughs> but I'm out. You know what I'm saying? Jake, and he's scratching on the window. <laughs> Let me inside. 
No, I hear that. And one thing that you and I spoke about that was very interesting the other day. Don't you find that a father, not just like the word or the person, the male figure, it, that's one thing. Right. But the sense of authority that that has on the kids, like your voice and your dictation or your authority to the kids is one thing. Right. But from the mom, it's a completely different, different thing. thing. And right. it also depends on what kind of kid you're speaking to. Right. You know, if it's a, a boy child, they might be more scared of the mom when they're like setting their foot down on something. Yeah, yeah. Or as we were spoke about, like Lauren, right? How yes. is how are their and Morgan, how are their reactions to you and Tasha differently? Yeah, well, I mean I'm, it, with our relationship, like girls tend to gravitate more to the father. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like the father will like give them more of a leeway than the mother. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um I I try I I try not to do that. Yeah. I try, you know, just to be a parent and you know see both sides. But like, it is true. Like, I <laughs> talk about he tries, huh? You ever seen his stories, Morgan? What did you just say? What did you, Dada? Say it again for Tasha. Say it again for Instagram. About try. This <laughs> man glorifies that. Oh man, no, that's good though. That's good. Yeah, though. man. But um, but I can see the the impact it has with both. You know, me and Tasha in our kids' lives. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's not just one. It's not It's not one. It's both of us. And yeah. I mean, it's both of us working together. That's good, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's an excellent thing. Yeah, man. Another, so, another thing, you know, along those lines of what we're talking about. I don't know. Like, you can never speak on somebody's situation fully because you'll never understand their perspective. Yeah. Everybody handles things differently. And everybody has dealt with different things. Right. So it's hard to pinpoint somebody specifically and say, you know, they are acting this way because of this. Right. right. But what I've just noticed as an observation in my lifetime, and especially dealing with things personally, like certain things happen to you as a child that will play out for the rest of your life. Absolutely. And even if it might be something small, if you really went to therapy or like really sat down and tried to figure out why you're this way or why right. you do something, right. Right. it's normally deep rooted in something that uh, happens to you when you were small. Absolutely. And one thing that, that, you know, it, it is a hard thing to think about as a, a developing child is why didn't this person like stick around? Yeah. Like, was I never enough? And yeah. you could see that. I, I believe we talked about Bel Air the other day. Yeah. yeah. You could see that in fake wills like persona right and even right. back in the day with, with fresh prince same thing right why doesn't this guy love me right, right. and you grow up with that hurt That's and that pain right so that could affect people in a very negative way which i think these statistics are showing yeah going back to what you said about the deep rooted thing and it's funny because my mom always tells me like because i people like i've always been overweight my whole life always yeah. been over like since i was a child right yeah. and my mom always says like no you need to go to therapy because she thinks she she she's been saying that she thinks that that's something that was that happened to me something happened to me when I was smaller yeah and it had to do with my father mm. she kept saying she keeps saying that and I keep putting it off like no I'm like I'm just big like you know I just like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like growing up now and seeing things yeah. uh, like she's starting to make sense now and there's stuff that I, I probably still have baggage of that I don't even know of mm. and I need to stop, talk to somebody you and me both. Like, so, I, I literally went through, I was a small baby, like, child. Yeah. Up until a certain point. Then I was, like, the chubby kid. Right. 
And then I got really sick and I lost like everything. Right. I was like a skeleton. Mm. And that was a scary time in my life. Like it was six months or something. I was just throwing up everything. It was damn near bulimic without trying to be, you know? And I became like extra slim. Right. And that scared me when I couldn't eat. So when I was able to eat again, I was scarfing it down. Right. Right. So everybody's looking at me like, oh my God, you lost so much weight. You look so good. I'm yeah. like 11 years old. Right. right. But just as quick as I lost that weight because I was sick, I gained You're twice right as back. much back. Right. And haven't <laughs> recovered since. Right. Right. And then there was a point of like six months where I was actually like in the gym. Constantly. Damn near daily, man. Right. Right. And to my own, like it wasn't because I was going with anybody. It wasn't because like I, it was just because I made a conscious effort. Right. To go. I was in there every single morning before work and it was like a six month period and I lost so much weight mm. to the point where people were coming up to me and Fett's like, damn, you look slim. Right. Yeah. Next thing I know, my grandpa passes all of that again, gone out the window. Right. I was just in a depression. And that was like the first real serious death I've ever had to deal with. Right. So a lot of those little things, it plays into the bigger stuff, you know, and to tie, to tie back. Sorry. It does. Yeah. And to tie back into the conversation of fathers, you know, like those things happen as a child and everybody handles it a certain way. I would like to think that it's the father figure and having that is, is very important. Yeah. On yeah. like, you know, obviously if you don't have a dad, that's one thing, but if it's just your mom and you don't have any but, male representation, right, else, right. that's, that's it's not the, good. Right. No. You know, like having a male figure, like an uncle or a grandfather or something right, at right. least. Right. is very important yeah you know like i had those like my, as i said my dad was on call a lot right and that was still my dad at the end of the day don't get me wrong right, right. but when you really break it down i saw my grandpa right. a lot more right. in right. certain instances than my dad and he was that father figure right to an extent right you know and that's a big thing as well just having a figure present it doesn't necessarily have Absolutely. to be a father it, it's ideal yeah you know and that's why I always say, like, like I don't like, I don't want to come here and like preach this, and then one day you see buzzing a Drake scandal, <laughs> and I have a little friggin' right. stripper baby somewhere. Right. You never know; life changes at everyday life changes. Right. Right. But that's why I would always tend to preach, like, be careful who you end up laying down with. Absolutely, bro. That's a fact. You just that's never fact. know who this person is going to be in your life. Yeah, that could be it for you. Right. And most people, like, you're gonna look at your kids and say. You know, as much as I may have made a mistake or as much as I may have got hurt, I would never change this for the world because I have my kid. Yeah. yeah, but I'm sure you would change your circumstances for the child. Yeah, absolutely. And no matter what you pushed out or what was pushed out, that child would have been probably what you imagined and more anyway. Right. So that one child, yeah, they're amazing. They're beautiful. Right. But you could have had an entirely different living situation for that child yeah. that would keep them out of these statistics. True. I want to add to like um, it's like it doesn't necessarily have to be a, a male figure in the house yeah. that is or that is not in the house that is um, that can cause trauma to a to a child. You mm. get what I'm saying? It can be from generations ago, mm. and I bring that up because um, situation with with my mom. My mom doesn't know her dad, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not going. I'm not going to get into too much details, but um, her her father and her mother 
because um, they didn't get along after the fact that she was born, yeah. it caused that rift, uh, that rift, that relationship rift between my mother and my and my grandmother. Mm. So I can sit down, I can sit, I can sit down in front of you right now and tell you I don't know my grandmother's name. Jeez, I don't know nothing about her. She doesn't know nothing about me. Wow. Seen her a couple of times. Um, that's it, bro. That's crazy. And man. the couple of times that I've seen her, yeah. the first thing she comments on is my weight. Yeah. That's exactly so, what we were talking about with Farm. Right. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So, it, with that being said, is that um, the position I'm in now as a father... I'm seeing certain things that I don't want to pass down to my kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I have two girls, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm the, like, I want them to look at me as that prime example of what a man or what a father should be like. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So when they go out into the world, because they're going to get older, they're going to try to find a husband. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I want them to find something that emulates what I did at home. Got you. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm not yeah. I'm not a perfect guy. You know what I'm saying? But they should look at me as that example of like what a man should treat a woman. And I display that I try to display that every day with my wife and with the kid with my two kids. I would and I would personally say a trying man or a trying woman is way better than a perfect man. Yeah. Is there Absolutely. even such thing as a perfect man or a perfect woman? Yeah. Nope. You know, and trying is is that is leaps and bounds ahead of people who give up on their responsibilities yeah absolutely bro you know so that's a good thing that you're providing that example for them yeah man so once again just the fathers in the home are a very important thing um be careful who you decide to put that seed in you be careful who where you decide to lay your seed mothers as we all know are extremely important but the fathers are key in the household and it's important that you take some due diligence beforehand to figure out a person. Yeah. And I must say too, like um, men especially have to start taking some kind of accountability. Bro. Yeah. I just seen a clip the other day with, um, with Shaq. Mm. And he was talking about, um, you know, his, his ex-wife. And it seemed like the other guy, the, the, the guy was asking a question. like, yo, you got divorced. Like, I feel like getting a divorce. It's like, it's a two way streak. And Shaq's like, nah, like, well, in his, in his, uh, Situations like nah, like you know that was that was my fault. She was a great mother. She was a great provider. I messed up. That's good. Though. And I feel like I feel like a lot of men need to start doing that, bro. Yeah. And I feel like that's 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 when curses are broken. That's when um, healing starts to happen. Mm. And you know what I'm saying? You can be a better man. Yeah. That's 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 big. Accountability is huge, guys. Yeah, man. Very big. So keep that in mind. Fathers in the home, extremely important. Make sure to take the due diligence, once I said, or you know, and, and figure the people out before you make them the father or sperm donor of your child. We don't want to see that anymore. Yeah. This this podcast is all about developing the next generation and our generation fixing generational cur- curses. Right. So you see the statistics. Let's break it. Right. Next, wealth. Yes, sir. So this is a dope one. We, we found a quote. You have the notes pulled up there? We have a quote that we saw, again, on socials. 
And I thought this was a very powerful quote. The quote is, it's not what you leave to your kids that will make them great. It's what you leave in them. Yeah. I love that one. Knowledge is power, bro. Yep. And we live in a generation where like, um, we're not, we're not teaching, um, we're not teaching our young ones right, bro. Mm. Like, and, and, and I'm not just, I'm saying it across the board yeah. from the school systems to parents at home. Mm-hmm. We're not raising them to be leaders. We're not raising them to think they're just there. Facts. And what we teach them at home, how to think, you know, how to conduct themselves. Like, how, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we have to set that that standard, especially at home. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like schools, like yeah, you know, you go to school, learn one two thing, but I feel like everything happens at home. Mm-hmm. And knowledge is like from when we were young, bro. Like our 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 parents tell us, be in your books, study your books. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, not think. You gotta be able to think quickly. All those things, and one like one thing my mom always used to tell me, and to an extent, it is it is facts. Um, you are in the same position as other kids that are yeah. way more privileged and have the skin color to thrive in these fields. Right. So you have to work twice, it's three hard. times as hard, absolutely, in order to have the same opportunities that they do, absolutely. And that's one thing she always yep. like beat in me. She told me make sure. And it's facts. Yep. There's certain people out there and it's not just the skin color. It's like just privilege in general. Right. Certain people are in way more privileged situations right. that allow them quicker access to what I want. Right. And if I want that, I have to put in more work than right. that. Right. And that's been, been more true every single business opportunity I go into. Right. So my mom's always taught me that. One thing that I saw, I think I can't remember whether it was Shaq, which is funny you brought him up already, yeah. or Steve Harvey. It was one of the two, but he was saying in an interview, I think they asked them about their kids and he, and they were like, listen, I'm rich. Yeah. They not rich. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was Shaq. It was Shaq. The Shaq. Yeah. So he's like, whatever they want, that has nothing to do with me. Right. Me and your mother are rich. Right. Right. Y'all have to right. figure it out. Right. And I'm like, honestly, would I be that type of dad? <laughs> I, to me personally, when my kids are little, I would spoil the nonsense out of them. Right. Even growing up, the girl or girls, whatever the case yeah, is, yeah. I would definitely spoil them. Wrong. Right. Right. But the boys, I would make sure and like have that sort of right. thought process. Right. And one thing that I loved was he said, y'all have to finish school. Yeah. That's out of the question. Right. right. I'm paying for all of this. You have to finish, finish it. it. Right. But if you want money from me, you have to come and bring me a full business plan. <laughs> For your business, whatever it is you want to do, if you want to do whatever, you have to present a business plan to me and I will fund that entire business. And to me, that was genius because it forces them now to think, bro, to think and knowing that, okay, I have access to this money, but I have to work for it is key. And that's something I resonated with. And I'm like, when I do have kids one day, that's, that's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just teaching them a valuable lesson of like 
hard work, bro, and dedication. You get what I'm saying? Nothing yeah. comes easy in this life. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure Shaq had to train, you know, and he was in the gym hours and hours and hours to get where he's at. Mm-hmm. Same with Kobe. Same with all these other guys. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Another funny one Shaq said was, yo, Kobe was always way better than me. Yeah. And then they were laughing and he's like, you know why? They were like, why? And they said, because Kobe was literally like insane with the amount that he practiced. Yeah. Yeah. He'd be first one up yeah. in the morning practicing till he goes to sleep at night. Shaq's like, I didn't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> I practiced, but right. I wanted to go party. Right. Right. That's how I wanted to live my life. Right. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, like Kobe, yeah, Kobe made a complete name for himself. Right. Forget that he passed. He was already a goat. Right. 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 But all of those things, like, again, look at his passing. Yeah. What did you leave them versus what, what did you teach them? Right. And exactly. I'm sure what he taught them was more valuable. Exactly. You know, anybody like no matter how much you get into it with your parents, I can't speak on everybody because some people don't have that relationship with right. their parents. Right. But even with a, a rocky relationship you know at the end of the day that's your mom and yeah. or that's your dad. Yeah. And they could leave you any amount of money in the world. I am sure if they died, that money would be probably be the last thing on your mind. Yeah. Because you want them. Right. You want all their right. guidance and knowledge back. Right. So right. it's important to leave them, even with that, a good relationship. Yeah. You brought these kids into the world. One thing that pisses me off is parents who don't want their kids. Right. Yeah. You brought... Right us here <laughs> you brought this person here why don't you want them right they didn't ask to be right, here right it was your decision just, don't do that i just seen a uh elon musk i just seen like a a, a post on instagram saying the same exact same thing yeah he's like i brought these kids into to, to this world like you know what i'm saying they're my responsibility you know what i'm saying yeah and pretty much it that that's pretty much it but to go back to what you were saying um Another thing too is that I feel like when it comes down to um when it comes back down to teaching and 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 making it knowledgeable for our kids, yeah. we have to we have to be patient. That's one thing that a lot of us parents or a lot of I'm talking for myself, we have to be patient because um they're not always not gonna get it at, at the first try. Yeah. So um I think patience is a big big key for our kids to be knowledgeable and for them to understand everything that, you know, that we're teaching them. Yeah. And, you know, to, to add on to that point, I think it's, no matter how much we try or anybody tries to teach a younger child yeah. or a younger person, anything, regardless of, of how smart you are, come off to them. You could be their superhero. Experience is always the best teacher. Oh, absolutely. Sometimes we do need to touch the stove to know it's hot. I- that thing could be flaming red, Absolutely. but I still need to go and poke at it and touch it right. to know that that's, that's hot. You ever heard that? You ever heard? I don't know if your parents tell you, but you ever heard the term where they say, like, wait till you wait till you have kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my mom used to say all that all the time to me. <laughs> and I'm realizing now. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, can't, I shouldn't even say. Okay, don't be don't like, This is not pre filler. <laughs> I'll mute it. Wow. That made me feel like, yo, I'm sorry for how I treated my parents. Right, right. The, and, you know, I'll cut that part out, but more or less, there's people that are going to come into your life, and I'll leave this part in. There's people that will come into your life yeah. that you will feel like, yo, why am I treating you like I'm your dad or, or I'm your mom? Right, right. 
I'm not your parent. Right. I shouldn't have to be telling you certain things. And True. those people have definitely come in my life and to a very close scale to the point where I had to sit down with my parents one day mm. and be like, so-and-so did A, B, C, D to me. And I realized that I did A, B, C, D to you. Right. And I am sorry. sorry. Right. Right. And my parents were just like, listen, it's part of it. But the difference is you are our child. Right. So we love you. But you should not have to do that with anybody Facts. in your life like that unless it's your child. Right. And I'd be sitting there sometimes like, do I really have to sit here and talk to this person? <laughs> makes you wonder. Like, I'm your father. <laughs> right. Or do I, like, you're doing such nonsensical things that I'm like, did you have no training? <laughs> no brought up No brought up <laughs> It's funny because Judgment's literally right now live with no, <laughs> no brotacy. And he's... <laughs> Big old Judgment, man. Happy birthday to, to my brother, Judgment. Um, but yeah, it's real. It's real. Yeah. I should not have to be playing like somebody's True. father or yeah. telling somebody the most obvious things. Yeah, bro. You know, and that's something that's important yeah. as well to leave in your children. Like... Leave them with the inherent, like, this is wrong. Right. This is right. right. And if anything should happen that's away from what's wrong and right, you know, like, how to, to break apart the two. Right. right. That's, that's key. You can't have people out here that are just, like, taking chances at life. and Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. It, 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 it will not work well in a relationship when you right. move forward. Right. Whether it right. be a relationship, partners, friends. Right. There's always like one thing, as you said, well, that's what your, your mom told you. Mm -hmm. My grandma always told me something that stuck with me till today. And she would always tell me when I was younger. And I never understood it when I was a kid. Okay. Friends will carry you, mm. but they won't bring you back. back. <laughs> she told me that religiously. Right. I don't know. It was two things that like really stuck. There's that and hurry bird don't build good nest. Mm. And as a kid. What is this? Right. <laughs> what right. is my grandma telling me? What is this only? Right, right. But you grow up and it's just, again, it's like the Bible. Like these things so, carry on. Right. These messages carry on. They're timeless. Right. And no matter what we're going through in the world, there's stuff that could be applied to what you're Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, leave those things with your kids. Right. Um, and one that I always say, <laughs> I say, I start saying it to Lord too. If you don't hear, you will feel. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the poor girl alone. It's my daughter, guy. man. She, I this love her. Guy. <laughs> I never liked that one. I, never liked that one. I don't think any of us like that one. We know what's coming out. But it's that. true. It's yeah. true, though. It's true. I'm going to give you something to cry about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, you know, just keep in mind, too, I get that whatever you have, is passed down. Yeah. So it's just a reminder because I actually reached out to the lawyer that you sent me okay. to, to get a will. Right. You right. know, and it's, it's difficult even thinking about that and the fact that, you know, anything could happen. Yeah. And literally writing on a paper what you want to leave back. I'm trying to live till a hundred and something. <laughs> I'm not trying to write my will at 32 <laughs> years old, but it's this stuff you got to do. You never know. Right. Right. And as much as you do leave those things back to your loved ones, remember too that, you know, there's no Brinks truck that's coming behind your hearse right, when exactly, you pass away. Exactly. You know, and that thing, yeah, it's going to get left to, to who you leave it to be inherited to. Right. But at the end of the day, again, what's more valuable 
is the knowledge. Right. Because like I think it was with Jasmine Lee, she was saying how she's dealt with so many properties that were inherited. Right. And saying like if the people that left the the property to their children only saw what their children so, did with that money, right. they'd be turning so, in their grave. Right. But if the kids had the knowledge to say, okay, well, now I have X amount of dollars right. because thank you, dad. Thank you, mom. Right. I have this money. Let me use it smart. Right. Or use it for good. Right. Not go buy, you know, the latest car or whatever. The case exactly. Is. Exactly. So it's just important thing to keep in mind, guys. Um, you want to do your, you want to do the world for your kids. Give them every opportunity possible. Um, spoon, feed, spoon feeding them might not always be the best. Yeah. You know, as I said, if I, <laughs> when I have girls right. or a girl i want to spoil the nonsense just, out of them that's just me right i have my niece <laughs> i'm spoiling like crazy right right and I, if it's my and my boys yeah i'll spoil them too but yeah. they're gonna be my boys they're right. gonna they're gonna grow up like right. Right. the right way you know because right. that's how my dad trained me i would train them with the, the same respect yeah so guys we talked about relationships we talked about wealth so far thank you for staying tuned in just want to quick remind, quickly remind you to hit that follow button. Yes, sir. Like, hit the like button. Very important. Uh, it adds to the algorithm, which, you know, lets more people see us. Right. Hit the like button. Just go back to the app quickly. Hit the heart or the thumbs up and comment. Yeah. Anytime you hear anything you want to chime in on, we read your messages. We read your comments and we truly appreciate it. We want to hear from you guys, too. After all of that, we just had a good half hour of conversation about you want to be you guys, a role model. You can edit that. But <laughs> <laughs> look at this guy. All right. Moving along. Moving along. This is the health is well segment. Now, this one I find extremely important. Um... It's not spoken about enough, and it's kind of one of those conversations that gets shied away because men feel emasculated when they hear it. Mm. And that conversation about health is the fact that black men need other black men in the community to speak to, to, to have conversations with, to vent with, to speak with and guide each other through life type thing. All right. You know, and men in general need a safe space and community to speak freely. Right, right. Um, my thoughts on that, you know, the moment we look too emotional, oh, they're not men. They're not, they're not manly enough to handle it. Right. The moment we get upset about something, oh, something's wrong with them. They, they're not man enough to handle their emotions. Yeah. You understand? But then when we act emotionless, oh, well, he doesn't care about anything. Yeah. So it's like, where do we fit then? Right. What are we supposed to do? What is what is this ideal man that you guys speak of? You understand? Right. And having that safe place to be able to vent, to be able to communicate and work through your problems with like-minded and like-looking people right. is important. You know, I pr I'm pretty sure the, the same therapy you were talking about you would feel much more comfortable going to somebody that looks like you versus yeah, absolutely. some absolutely old white in a in a button up yeah absolutely absolutely you're right 
you know? So it's important to have a community of people like you to speak about these things. Right. And to go back to what you were saying, um, I find that um, it's, it's, you know, it's through society and just through how we are brought up is that we're always um, not supposed to show emotions. Like we're not, we're supposed to be emotionless. We're supposed to be the man that, you know, that strong figure. Um, and I find like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say it's, it's, it's just generally the woman's fault, but women do, a, do a lot to, to, to downplay the man's emotion, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, when we, when we want to, talk to somebody we want to talk to them they're like you know what just suck it up bro you're a man like what are you like, why are you crying <laughs> yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah and and i agree like we do need um men around to talk to but the woman the woman have to understand like we're we're human too yeah yes yes we're a man but we're human too we cry we want our emotions to you know we want to express our emotions help us out especially black women bro especially black women and one thing that grinds my gears i know we're not in the entertainment section yet but can we please interject with uh the ultimatum (sighs) that was one of the most (laughs) triggering things i have ever watched (laughs) on netflix anybody uh, those of you that don't know what i'm talking about it's a new netflix series yeah that literally is there's like 10 or five different couples and in each of those couples there's one person giving the other the ultimatum right saying that we're going to go through this experience and the experience is to date somebody else's partner right see if you drive better than us but the point is to see what's out there and come back and make a decision an ultimatum right it's either you marry me or you go right right bruh that was one of the most triggering things. It I was, ever. bro. It was. It was to the point where, like, I like, I had to stop watching it one one episode. Call Tasha and tell her you better not watch this show. I, not knowing, not 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 thinking that she would want to do something like that. It's just that it it's not. It wasn't edifying. Like it wasn't promoting strong relationships. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Or working out relationships. Like you know what I'm saying? Like this show. To me, it promoted that it promoted an easy way to get out of something that you're starting with somebody. To me, yeah. you're telling me I could go date somebody three weeks, and if I don't, if I like it, I you know I go with them to the sunset. I go off to the sunset with them. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> like people forgot. People have forgotten that relationships are not rose roses. They're not you know it's not greener. Like it it's, takes it takes time to build a great relationship. It's not the honeymoon phase all the time. Exactly. Yeah. Like eight I'm I'm with my wife for going on eight years now. Eight years now, bro. And and that's, I'm still that's, sorry, married to your wife. Way right? to my wife. Yes. So been you've with been my wife for like twenty let's just say double that. That's sixteen years. Let's just say sixteen years. She gonna get mad if she needs it. Like that. Right. <laughs> to this day, bro, I'm telling you, I'm still figuring out her out. Yeah. She's still figuring me out. Yeah. It's not a three-week thing where like <laughs> I would have lived with somebody for three. If I if I ever came home with that uh, that uh, that ultimatum with her, 
She'll just slap me across the face. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Because she should. No, I just, yeah, yeah. It's it just, it's just, it's it just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. That's one of the reasons I couldn't watch that next one. Which know, one? Love is Blind. I have tried literally <laughs> five different times. Right. Gotten through the first episode fully. And like 10 minutes into the, each time this happened, right. 10 minutes into the second episode, I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> You're literally talking about you just met somebody by voice and say you want to marry this person. Right, right. Are you high? <laughs> like, what else is going on on this show? I couldn't. But the, right. point, the point I bring up um, the ultimatum for was that character, Zay? Zay, yeah. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> Bruh. So I have dealt with this a few times in my life. Um. I call it an argument tactic because okay. it's bullshit to me. Right. If I'm upset with you, I think I have every right to be upset with you to an extent. You no, know, myself, I get that other people, you know, they might get upset at the smallest things. Right. Right. But either way, if that's your partner, them expressing that they're upset to you should tell you something. Right. That whatever the hell you're doing is upsetting them. Right. So maybe it might be a green light to think about it. And say, what can I change or fix? Right. Because this is my person. That scene with Zay, I don't know. Did you finish it? I did. That scene with her, and I'm really not spoiling anything for you guys. Okay. Trust me. <laughs> um, that scene where she was talking to the next one, the, the tall guy. I can't remember his name. Anyway, the tall guy with the tats. Yes. Okay. And they were the, the fake marriage for right. three weeks. Right. And they got into an argument. Right. And... He was speaking in a certain tone because he was upset. Yeah. yeah. And immediately she dismisses everything. Think, Lower yeah. your voice. Right, right. Don't talk to me that way. Lower your tone. Right. right. And that's only pissing him off right. even more. Right. When it's like, instead of sitting there and listening to what this person has to say, whether it be anger to right. the point of them right. yelling, to me, as long as they're not calling you out of your name. Right. And he's calling you bitch or some type of thing. Right. Then maybe I understand if you want to use those tactics. Right. Don't call me no bit. Like right. I, it's not even a tactic at that point. Right. Right. It's simply respect me. Right. But some people can't handle an argument. I'm not allowed to raise my voice to a certain level because you don't like that. Right. Get the f <laughs> out of here before I start to cuss now. Right. <laughs> you understand? And that that pisses me off. When especially when I see that, and right. I've been through it many times. Right. Right. When they women start using them argue or even men using them argument tactics, lower your voice. Why? Right, right. When your voice is too high or when you're talking like that, you're wrong or I, whatever the case. Again, is. that just shows to me that remember they don't know each other. Yeah, they don't know each other. Yeah, <laughs> that that's they don't know each other. It's as simple as that. And then you want to go off into the sunset with this person. exactly. But the the point I make is that like. You should be allowed in a relationship to express emotion. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, I personally think physical is not called for. Nope. I think calling somebody out on their name is not called for. Nope. But if I'm angry and I want to yell, I'm going to fucking yell. I'm sorry. Yeah. Especially if you've done something to piss me off and it's not even like you've done it once. Right. If this is like a reoccurring thing and right. I'm like pissed. Right. right. If I'm raising my voice, God forbid. I use my voice to, to yeah. express how angry I am. Yeah. And she wants to talk about, yeah, lower your tone. That's only going to piss the person off, off even more. Right, right. 
Right. You understand? And those type of things is like, okay, well, can we show emotion? Y'all say you want that. But then when we do show it, no lawyer, you have to show it to me a certain it's way. Right. Nah, it doesn't work like that. If you don't like the tone or whatever the case is, right. all right. Yeah. We're not meant for each other. Because right. I've seen my parents yell many a time. Right. Right. But what I admire and love about them is the fact that the next day or not even the next day, a couple hours later, it's business as usual. And I have not been able to find that in anybody. And, and that's and that's love. And that's something that, that was built, though. Yeah, I know. That's that. something that's built over years. You yeah. get what I'm saying? It didn't start off always like that. Because, you know, like, I can tell you with me and, me and Tasha, like, you know, when we, back in the day when we used to argue, bro, I used to just want to leave the house. Does that solve anything? Most of the conflict that we have in this day and age yeah. could be solved with just a conversation. Two adults talking it over. I didn't like this because blah, blah, blah. Okay, I didn't like how you did this. So how can we fix it? Done. Never go to bed angry. Never let the sun set on your wrath. My mom used to always tell me that. Say that again? Never let the... Never let let the sun go down on on, on your wrath. Something like that. Never go to bed angry. Yeah. I like that. That's a fact. Like you, this is somebody who you're now deciding to sleep beside. Yeah. Every single night (laughs) for the rest of your life. This is a serious decision. And if you can't have a simple argument or discussion with this person, what are you doing with them? And all I've met to anything like that is resistance thus far in my life. You get up. I get upset at something. You immediately notice pulling back. You immediately notice now they're giving attention to other people. Now they're exploring what else is out there. Right. And it's like, I thought we had a relationship where we could figure this, these kind of things out. Right. And it's not like I'm coming to you on some, like you left the toilet seat up and I'm screaming down the place. Right. Right. But the reality is like, I've never met somebody that I've seen through my parents. You know what I mean? Right. right. Yeah. We get into it. We fight, right. but I know in a couple hours it's so-and-so's karate class or I know that dinner has to be done and I need to get this off of the top shelf. And even though I just cussed you down, can you come and help me? And my dad will do it. No questions asked. Exactly. That's the type of of example that I saw. Right. And I'm okay living with. So it's a matter of meeting a like-minded individual like that. Yeah. But I can't find that. (laughs) It's facts. You know, it's not only a safe space with other black men, which is big. It's just a safe space in general. Yes. your home should be your safe space. Right. You know, so right. just keep that in mind. And anybody listening to this, like, if somebody wants to, if somebody is upset at something, in my opinion, instead of using argument tactics yeah. and nonsense like that, which will aggravate the situation even more, right. sit down, listen to what the person is saying, right. and then say, I've given you your chance to speak. Can I speak now? Right. So just just avoid those things and talk with logic and talk. Right. You know? Um, to go back to what you were saying about men needing to find other black men, I do find it kind of difficult though. Yeah. To um with seeing men like me in my situation and talking to them because they're not simply because they're not around. Meaning like I have friends, you know, most of them yeah, some of them I do, I, I can do, like, you know, talk 
talk with them about you know what I'm going through. And most of them don't have they're not they don't have kids. You know what I'm saying? They're still out here living that single bachelor life. I'm not I'm not dissing you. But, <laughs> Um, not by not uh, not for lack of trying. <laughs> yeah. but I do, <laughs> but I do, I do, I do not find like I don't, I don't. They're not really around when I was growing up. Yes, but not at this present moment. Yeah, got you. It's kind of difficult to find you know other black men to uh, to relate to and, and to confine in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, growing up in church, that was that was like key. Like that was like it was there. Like growing up in church, you know, I can, mm. I can go to like my pastor. I can go to certain leaders and stuff. Yeah. Um, but times have changed now. You, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. I'm pretty sure I could find some in my church that I go to, mm. but it's very it's very it's very hard. Yeah, I must say. And I, I think a lot of this was us. A lot of this was us tying. Um, a lot of this was us tying relationships to needing advice about that. Yeah, but. At the end of the day, it could be anything. Like True. a lot of us are stuck in, well, I shouldn't say stuck. A lot of us are in what feels like dead end situations right. with our jobs, right. dealing with certain coworkers that a lot of us could relate to those conversation right. points right. and somebody could give you a example or story about what happened to them that would shed light on how you're feeling about your particular True. situation. True. And those things are important and key as well, right? Yeah. Um, people in general just... Like my kids were, were teasing me today. Yeah. And you speak to like a prawn, for instance. And then he says, Oh yeah, Katie did the same thing the other day. Right. Yeah. Here's what I did. Maybe right. it could help you. Right. Just those safe spaces where it's like, you're able to vent and say those things. Right. Right. And again, sometimes therapy might not be the best method, but fight. There's good people out there, man. Oh yeah, for sure. And we're, I guess, again, we're like, we're that type of culture and that community where like, we don't want to say anything to just anybody. You get yeah. what I'm saying? We're just, we're so closed off. Yeah. It's kind of hard. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But we need to. Mm-hmm. Facts. So last topic of the day um, and entertainment. Mm-hmm. There's a very big subject we need to talk about that we didn't have a chance to talk about on the podcast yet. We'll get to that just now, but I kind of want to dive a little bit more into ultimatum. Okay. Um, so you just feel the premise of that show is stupid. Uh, yeah, bro. Uh, it's to me, it's not relatable into to real life. Yeah. Um. Because, like, if if you look at the show, most of these relationships, they're not. It's not like they were together for like three months, yeah. four months. Like they're they were in these relationships for like two years. Yeah. So you're telling me three weeks, three weeks is gonna turn around the situation or turn around your two year situation. And you just want to run with somebody else into the sunset because of three weeks. Mind you, I can say, like, I don't know their situation beforehand. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but still, that's two years, two and a half years down the drain where something could have been easily worked out off camera mm-hmm. by a conversation, like I said. So or think- a couple of conversations. Yeah, facts. I think a couple things with that um, to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. I also disagree with, yeah, I'm with somebody for however many years. And then I meet somebody new and in two, three weeks, I have now decided forget this person. Right. Cause the point of you coming on the show was to help your situation, right? To explore, see what you had 
and move forward with that right. or leave. Right. I think the to play devil's advocate, like I said, the part of the show that I liked the most was the fact of being able to go and see what else is out there. Right. Because like I said, with me actually going into the world and meeting certain people where I feel like, yo, like, am I your father? Right. It gave me more of an appreciation for my parents. Right. right. And that's something that is possible. Right. I wouldn't say going and living with a complete stranger that you're sexually attracted it's to right. for three weeks is the, is the solution. But being able to go out and date to a, a respectable, right. whatever you want to call it, right. level, right. to see what else is out there and to not only have appreciation for what you have at home, but to appreciate what the person does for you. Right. Right. A lot of people, like, you leave a certain situation and then later realize that you took a lot of that stuff for granted. And a lot of the things that you did or that somebody did for you, right. you're now seeing that this new person is not going to do for it's you. Funny, it's funny you said that because I just read a quote that said, don't, don't leave something good for a potential better and then find out that uh, the better wasn't good or something. Yeah, the better, yeah. The better wasn't good. Yeah. And then you try to run back yeah. to, to, you know what I'm saying? Try to run back to get what you what you had. It, it's just the cliche. You don't know what you got till it's gone. Type yeah, thing. Absolutely. And the way that I have seen relationships work and stable households is what I have shown in my past relationships. Right. Yeah. And certain times I know for a fact that they've left and gone to like a waste you. <laughs> a complete waste you. Right. That I am sure they're only there for one reason. And I'm like, do you really realize what I provided for right. you? Like, right. just simply emotion-wise, um, not having to worry about me, right. like, stepping out. Right. Do you understand, like, right. in the world that we live in today, what I have provided right. just in that aspect alone? Not even the stuff that I did. Forget that. Like, I did that because it was the moment that was my person. Right. But... You leave that now and you're going to go back into the friggin', you know? Right. It's like they're going backwards. And and that it's it's a very unfortunate situation that y'all, some of y'all have to go through. Again, people have to touch the stove to know it's hot. Exactly. exactly. You know, and it's unfortunate because not everybody was raised the same. Not everybody has the same values and not everybody holds things to a certain importance or standard. Right. right. Um. But I think, yeah, that aspect of things, being able to see what's out there, right. but at the same time still have respect for who you're with right. and using that experience to come back right. and be like, okay, I get I messed up here. Right. I get you were doing these things. I get that I could change these things, but I also saw good things in them that I think you need to work on. Right. That would be a positive direction, you know? Right. Otherwise, like, yeah, it was entertaining. Um, It had its moments. Yeah. And I feel like it did make some of them better. It did. Yeah. You know, as much as it was, yeah, it was foolishness to see some people like, yeah, right. we're going to get married. Right. The one character, well, I want to say I liked him, but I was, I, I respected him was that Colby guy. Okay. Cause going into it, he's the one who gave his girl the ultimatum. Yeah. But he's just like, yo, that's my, that's my girl. Like yeah. I'm not letting I'm not letting this up. Yeah. That's my girl. And the end of it, it was his girl. That was another triggering moment, bro. 
when she was at the table with her friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm watching this clenching my fists, bro. Like, what the f- is going on? Right. That was a crazy scene. Right, right. But yeah, he he he, he, he had been crazy, through. but he held through. He knew what he wanted. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. He knew what he wanted. You know what I'm saying? Even though she a loose cannon. He- like anyway, yeah. Let's see how long that lasts. <laughs> um, a couple other things. One, one of the main important ones that we have to talk about. I'm sure, everybody knows what I'm about to say, and that is the Will Smith slap. So, what are your thoughts on that situation? <laughs> Was now, it warranted? Was it, bro? Violent violence in any shape or form. Is not warranted at mm. all. Gotcha. Uh the little cussing that he did. Yeah, yo, I could I could I could deal with that. You get what I'm saying? You know, you know, don't talk about my wife. The little cussing verbally, mm. fine. But for him for a man to go hit the next man, not right. Let that have been some audience member that went up and slapped a celebrity. Exactly. That person would have been detained so fast. Yep. Um, yep. arrested, charges pressed, like, yep. But because of what it's Will Smith and Chris Rock, right? Right. We didn't even hear it until about two days after that happened, right? That Chris Rock decided not to the press, press charges. charges. Yeah, that should have been something we heard when we saw the video. Yeah, yep. I was like, what is going on? The right. amount of privilege right now. Yeah. Um, when I looked at that situation, I was hurt, especially because you know we've only done what seven episodes. This is episode seven. Yeah. I probably said twice on this platform in relation to like people in this industry that we're in the DJ and party industry. Um, I've said, I don't understand why some of these people act holier than thou. Yeah. When you have people like Tyler Perry, like Will Smith, so I might have to adjust that one a little bit, <laughs> but you have people like them that seem like humble people. Right. And you in this soca dance hall industry, whatever have you, is acting like you're the the top, the don, the don. Right. Come off your high horse. Right. Look at these people who are like to a success level you probably will never reach. Right. Understand that they're humble at that stage, right? And you need to humble yourself so, a little bit, right? Straight, right? You know, and I've always said that about Will Smith was one of those people I categorized as that, right? I, don't, I still don't even think I should fully take his name out of that conversation. No. Why is it that we like to define people by one moment? That upsets me. And one thing that got me really upset about this whole situation was it was like everything, everything. Will Smith has done. Yeah. No matter how much good, how much charities, yeah. how much people he's looked out for. Yeah. None yeah. of that factored in right. with this slap. Right. There was no talk about he needs help. Right, exactly. There was no talk about, you know, what was, it was just straight up Will was wrong. Right. Will is crazy. Right. What happened to Will? Oh, he's probably just dealing with it because of his August situation. Right, right. Like, where has it, why have we gotten to the point where we can't even wish for for somebody to get help? Why is it that no matter what he's done in the past, that's why sometimes, like, I'm going to be, like, you guys are my people. Yeah. My close people who I talk to, I, I hold closely. They're they're they have a certain place in my life. Right. I'm be honest. I really don't care about majority of y'all out there. Right. right. Period. 
a lot of y'all listening, I care about your well-being. Right, right. And I care about doing these platforms in order to, to develop us as a culture. Right, right. But individually, if something, if, if I now lose my ish one day, right. go up there and slap somebody. Right. Y'all just going to turn on me without caring at all. Oh. So why should I invest any time into y'all? Like that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Y'all are my friends, so I speak to you on a daily basis right, and whatnot. Right, right. But other than that, like, you guys shunned Will Smith. Right. And right. that upset me. Because, yeah, I get what he did was wrong, but you don't just throw a man to the wayside, especially a black man. Right. But at the end of the day, that was what upset me about that. Um, a few other smaller things. Not, I wouldn't even say small. A few other things that tie into that. Jada's response. Yeah. That, that really upset me because she's the nucleus of this. And you literally went on your platform. And to be honest, you always hear the term like, if your partner acts out of hand, you got to defend them no matter what. Absolutely. And then cuss them in private or Abs- whatever the case absolutely. is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Will literally went up there to defend it your honor. And the first thing I heard in, in the publicity in the news was that Jada said, yeah, Will kind of overreacted. You're a piece of shit. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. And she, she is the nucleus. Yeah. I, I don't know their relationship fully. I'm not going to sit here and claim that I do. What I have seen, though, is that she's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to. Again, I don't know their relationship. I don't want to assume anything. From what I see, though, clearly, he loves her more yeah. than she does. Facts. That's what, that's all I'm saying. That's still gonna be deep rooted in that Tupac, <laughs> that Tupac love hey, she had. Right. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I don't know what it is, but um, she that de- they definitely both need help. You imagine so, if Pac went up there and slapped somebody for her? Exactly. Oh, baby, I love you. You're right. <laughs> Toxic people, man. And then the last thing, the uh, last couple things I'll say on that is this: the child, what they said. They, like you see what's going on you see right. what your father just did right and you have the nerve to tweet something like that's how we do relax <laughs> and let's slow down a little bit like jesus christ why are you going and saying that publicly <laughs> seriously though like what the hell is your problem it's already sensitive right now you're you, what you're showing them is okay. Well, that's your, that's your father's attitude. That's how he's trained y'all. Not just that. What they're what by that tweet he's showing people of let's just the white tees that that's how we are. Gonna, Seriously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like that's basically like why would he tweet something out like that? You're basically give you're basically giving more fuel to the fire for these for other cultures. To say, yeah, that's how, yeah, that's how they are. Let them, let them do that to themselves. They're embarrassing themselves. Hmm. Interesting. Well, there's that, and then the little last thing I could touch on that I I saw was uh Chris Rock's brothers now, because mm-hmm. Chris Rock decided not to press charges. Right. And you know, at the end of the day, like Chris Rock knows what he's doing. Right. That slap was not warranted by any means. Right. But. The stuff that he says is, is is literally designed to offend. Yeah, yeah. So you can't tell somebody how to react to it if you know. Right. But he decided now not to press charges. Yeah. Being, I guess, the situation being sensitive. Yeah. 
But now his brothers are on social media about on some, we'll see you when we see you, Will. Well, like any brother would, bro. Yeah, I got you it. You know what I'm saying? Like any sibling will. Like if, if somebody did that to my brother. Yeah. We'll see you when on we see site, you. On site, bro. Yeah. On site. Like they're, they're furious. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but there has to be some kind of level of maturity with, with that as well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It happened. Yes. It happened. Um, how can you move forward? Especially being a black person in that industry, bro. Tragic stuff. Tragic stuff. But we hope that they heal or especially will. Right. Um, and again, like wh- the last thing I'll say, I know I keep, I keep drawing on different points, but stuff keeps coming up. One of the things is we don't know Chris Rock's trauma. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he pokes fun at people, but what was his upbringing like? What help does he need? Right. Everybody talking about Will and yeah, yeah, something's wrong with him. Or some people are like, yeah, he needs help. Right. What happened to Chris? It's, right. Are we checking on Chris? Exactly. <laughs> does Chris need help, maybe? Right. right. How did that joke even come about? Some people were talking about it was the writers. Right. Some people are saying he said that on the fly. People but, say that he didn't even know that Jada was suffering from alopecia. Which is probably fact. Yeah. And then yeah. they pulled up an old clip of Will. That he was making fun of a bald guy on set doing a late night talk show. Right. And then literally when the crowd was like, ooh, Will was like, come on, guys. It's just a joke. Exactly. And you want to come and do that years later. I think at the end of the day, it would have been a lot like this made everybody talk. Yeah. But the problem is it was rooted in violence. And now it's going to make people think it's okay. Right. I think. It would have been much better had he just gone up there, took the mic, and even if he wanted to say it with a stern attitude, right, right. yo, that's my wife you're talking about. Exactly. She has hair loss. Exactly. Don't, and even if he cussed because you're mad at that's him. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Don't effing talk about my wife. Right, right. And either drop the mic or give it back to him and right. go back to his seat. Right, exactly. But you go up there and like without warning, Warm. slap, slap the <laughs> out of this guy. We, I sounded like a punch. <laughs> right. That shit was wild, bro. <laughs> I said, my God. And I couldn't believe it when I first saw it. Right. I don't know about you. Right. Yeah. I, w- I had to like zoom in. Like, it looked kind of fake, r- though. Yeah. It did look kind of fake, but like he did slap. Yeah. I had to think, is that really Will? Is that really Chris? Yeah. What the fuck? Right. And when I saw it, I'm like, my God, it is them. And one thing, one thing, the only thing I would not, I would hate to see is women using that as like a foundation for their relationship. I could see it now. Yeah. Oh, you ain't defend me like that. Okay. You're not as valuable. You're not, you're not a man. Again, these are, these are things that need to be taught at home. These are, these are things that are not taught at home because why there are no father figures Mm. in their lives. Yeah. And it's facts. So with that, people, we'll bid you adieu. Uh, We thank you for watching the People's Podcast once again. We appreciate you. We're still working on a special guest. We'll probably have them for the next episode. Yeah. Um, We want to get into the relationship aspect of things from a professional. Right. We've spoken about wealth through Jasmine. Right. We got into the entertainment side with Kevin Crown. Yeah. I think next is relationships. Yes. Um, so that conversation will be coming to you soon. It'll be an epic one as always. Thank you once again. Just a reminder, make sure to like, hit the like button, mm-hmm. make sure to follow, make sure to comment, and definitely make sure to subscribe. Sir. We're still looking for volunteers that would like to help with this project. Um, anything that you think you could do to assist with this project. Right. 
fun fun fact fun story before we get out of here i was literally last night in the process of mentally mapping out how i'm going to design this space for the podcast mm-hmm. i'm talking i am on amazon putting things into my cart right and i had decided for whatever reason to do a little video on my instagram stories about something about my studio right somebody messaged me out of the blue saying that an artist that was living here in Toronto moved countries but couldn't bring all that stuff with them right and literally just left those things with her wow and i'm talking like studio equipment right. lights a Cam- tv i'd yeah. wanted to put up here right. camera all of these things i was going to go and invest a bunch of money in right right and i'm like so first of all where did you get this stuff because i'm not trying to have nobody <laughs> stolen equipment but second of all what do you want for it like right right nothing in life is free you know do right. you want anything right how much she told me no i love to see the amount of work that you're putting in and i could see that it's a lot and i just want to gift you these things because they're just going to sit here wow. at my house i said bro i said look at god uh, yeah facts that is crazy so we're in the process of redesigning the studio and i'll thank her you know on a, a different show once we have the studio set up yeah but something as simple as that right if you yeah. think anything that you could give donate um sponsorships from your office from your work if you think it could help the podcast and you want to pitch that to your work right because there's businesses have sponsorship money that they could give away to platforms Absolutely. like this that are bettering the community right so all of those type of things combined like no matter who's listening all we ask from you is your attention also to share like comments but if you could take it that step further and you really believe in our project, we just ask anything that you could do to support yeah. to help out the project would be much appreciated. Yeah. Right. Um, so as volunteers, sponsors, again, we're looking for any businesses that would like to po- sponsor the podcast. If you have your own business, if your company that you're working for, you know, they have sponsorships, Right. pitch this to them, message me, message JKD. We have Skippy on board. We want to thank Skippy for his services. He's actually somebody who does that for a living right, right he will compute or process like statistics and reports for the company he works for right and he offered those services to us right and a couple of weeks ago i was telling you exactly that yeah we yeah. need that so, right so simply announcing it on the podcast brought skippy into the fold and he's been a fan right. literally since day one <laughs> and he's like literally whatever i could do to help right. i'll help right. and then he posed that to me as a service right. and i'm like bro i was just talking to jake Lee about having this and making that an important aspect of what we do so right. we thank skippy um everybody on board with the team and you know we're just gonna make this we're gonna make it something special yeah man for sure Thank you guys for listening. This is another episode of the People's Podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace.